let's get banned from TV. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, the Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and I can't say no to my little girl. Not if I want to wake up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, Mike? Um, Things are great. I'm really excited to be here tonight because we are talking about Hot Spells, the very infamous band Darkwing Duck episode. Um, I know lots of our listeners have waited for this one for a while. They had to wait a couple of extra weeks because we were working something out. We have a couple of the writers of this episode with us. Yeah, it's uh, their fault. It's their fault is banned. <laughs> <laughs> now we know who to blame. <laughs> well, we have a um, returning guest. He's been on a bunch of episodes. We have uh, Jim Peterson. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. It's great to be back. Uh, he was on our Ghoul of My Dreams episode, and he was on the special Bushroot tribute. Yeah. He was also on our virtual panel last summer as well. So oh, we, yeah, he sure was. That's right. So we are very happy that the creator of uh, Bushroot, the co-creator of Bushroot, is back with us. Um, we also have one of his writing partners, uh, John Benke. Welcome, John. Glad to be here. Uh, we couldn't get Rob Humphreys. Uh, he had a previous commitment. We wish he was here. But uh, if you ever listen to this, Rob, you know, we wish you well. But welcome, Jim and John. Yeah, two yeah. of the trio is not bad. Two of the trio is bad. Good. That's right. <laughs> and again, these guys created Bushroot. They created Ammonia Pine. They wrote Dirty Money, Beauty and the Beat, Comic Book Capers, Ghoul of My Dreams, It's a Wonderful Leaf, Twitching Channels, all classics, mm-hmm. and Hot Spells. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> So Mike, Mike, out of all those episodes, which one's your favorite? Ooh, that's really hard. Um, it's really a toss-up between Comic Book Capers, Wonderful Leaf, and Twitching Channels. Um, I think the big one is Comic Book Capers is definitely one of my favorites. How about mm-hmm. yours, Will? Uh, you know I'm a Morgana guy, so I'm, I'm going to go with Hot Spells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys also reinvented Morgana. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For ghoul of my dreams pretty much yeah 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 uh, yeah that was uh other i mean i it's that was mostly a tad and uh yeah i mean we, we, you, you understand that we were you know we weren't we didn't pitch that that would that was given to us i think by tad the, the yeah. premise so right. tad tad was very hands-on as, as a producer and creator and he had clear idea what he wanted to do with morgana and we pretty much followed in, didn't we, Jim? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, in that one, though, um, in, in particular, uh, the, the line of yours about um, student debt was not in the original. <laughs> no, that was my line. Yes, because I I had some student loans from grad school that I was still paying off, and so <laughs> she's flying over, putting the magic dust over the city. She says, "What? That's- what is the line?" That's like the best line of the episode. Yeah, it is. <laughs> when, you know, a few years ago when they put together character profiles for the Joe Book Starkwing comics, that's the Morgana quote they used to represent <laughs> her. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. And sadly, I don't get any kickback on any of this. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, so, uh... so before we start, I know we talked to Jim a little bit you the first time we had you on about how you got involved with Disney and Darkwing Duck. But um, John, how did you get involved with Disney and Darkwing Duck? Well, I, I met Rob and Jim in, uh, grad, when I was in film school. 
And they had no, been making films together since they were kids. So we started working together there. And then, then when we went to Disney, um, I had a, uh, there was a woman from my hometown who was a vice president at Disney and not in animation. She was in uh, uh, TV production. She sent me over to see Tad. At the time, I thought uh, I was just looking for a job and I thought I was going to get a PA job. And so when I went into Tad's office, he pitched me Double O Duck, which you you know was the original. Yeah. And then I, for one of the rare cases in my life, I kept quiet. Um, <laughs> and when he got done, he said, uh, could you get me a premise? My night, first of all, I said, I have two writing partners. You know, he's, he didn't have any problem with that because he was going to pay us the same amount for, <laughs> for three of us for <laughs> one. Didn't matter. <laughs> so um, he said, can you get me a premise by next week? And I said, sure. And then I went back to Rob and Jim and I said, do either of you guys know what a premise is? <laughs> we, never, we never heard that term in conjunction with writing. You know, it was the, the tiered step that you went through then. And uh, so we, I think we looked it up in the dictionary, you know, I was like, oh yeah, that, it also means this is writing, you know. Yeah. And they, then they sent us some samples and, and a cool Bible. Tad had a great initial Bible for Double a Duck. It had, you know, all these drawings and characters in it. And I think out of those first five premises we gave him that week, yeah. I think three of them became uh, uh, scripts, which is a pretty good average yeah well, particularly for starting we were really lucky yeah 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 so that's that's how i got in and then after that we we um we freelanced for years and then they put us on staff yeah which so, they, which while we were freelancing they told us they would never do because <laughs> <laughs> yeah then we got uh, it was too expensive we, we had a phrase, when we were freelance it was three writers for the place of one, one but when yeah. we went on staff we were Three writers for the place of three writers. Or yeah, no, okay. one writer. We were one writer for the three, price right, of three. Right. three, three then, you know, that, was, like, sorry, that was their problem. <laughs> so it was a great show to work on. It really was. It was one of my, you know, in all the years, it, it still is one of my favorite shows. It was well run, and the characters were popped, and they were fun, and and uh, you guys was, wrote some of the best episodes, definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what I so we're talking about hot spells specifically tonight and hot spells in from air date from the last one you guys did it was like a nine month gap was there like a, was there this gap where you guys were just away from the show and then how did that work because it was the it, only one you did that season yeah the air dates didn't relate to when we wrote them right so they they would get them done and then they would put them in their schedule where they were going to be. So we we had written that, Jim. When we wrote that, we were on staff. Oh, we were on staff, and we were writing bonkers. Tad came and and uh, he wanted to borrow us. He got permission to borrow us from from bonkers. Um, I don't know. He probably had finished like two for a day or something like that. At, at the but my memory, Jim, was that we actually wrote first. No, we tried to write Valentine's Ghoul. Right, yeah, that but that was that was earlier. That was before. That was earlier. That was when we first yeah. got on staff, and we right. got through an outline, and we couldn't crack it, and they gave that to Doug Langdale, who was you know. Yeah, and then we were on to the, 
Right. <laughs> yeah. They put you on uh, Wonderful Leaf, right, Jim? Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But then, yeah. But then we were done. Oh, and then we we picked up the outline for Twitching Channels from uh, from Dean because he went, he had gone back to Goof Troop. But after Twitching Channels, we were done. We went over to Bonkers full time. Was there a we were kind of loaned out to to Tad because we were hired to write on Bonkers actually. Was there a specific reason why Tad wanted you on Hot Spell specifically? I don't, well, probably because we'd written her before. Or that, and and he wanted to base the show off of your line about. Uh, oh, really? I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> saying because the thing huh. was there was a, a a user group on the internet on the early days of the internet. You know, it was very crude uh, out of New Zealand, and somebody had used that as like their tagline, and and Ted was a fan of. He was following user. You know. Yeah. He feedback. was ahead of the game, yeah. And he was like, it, it, the thought occurred to Tad that who does she owe all this money to? <laughs> <laughs> Makes uh, sense. Yeah. It was yeah. a throwaway line, and Tad would take it and then you know make it into something larger. That's yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's so the line actually. That's why I wanted to bring it up like earlier because it's like yeah. I, I've told so you. You are, you are ultimately responsible, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> So maybe I'm, yeah, you can blame, Disney can blame me for the band episode. Um, I, I will tell you though, at when you're writing, because you don't always hear things, you just see something on the page. We had written the entire first episode of uh, Ghoul of My Dreams. Is that the one? Is that the first one we wrote? Uh, of, um, with the first one with Morgana. Yeah, with Morgana for us, for us. So it was like the second episode of her. And did not I did not perceive that her last name was a pun? Because oh, on the page, Macabre, yeah, yeah, Macabre, and and then of course, a macaw is a bird. So you know, it, it wasn't a name we came up with; it was a Tad name, I'm sure, because he loved pun names. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I didn't, you know, I was just that was her name, you know. And then I think we went to the recording, and I went, "Oh, Macabre, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> So that tells you sometimes even when you're writing it, we were I was out of the loop on on, on you know that inside joke. <laughs> uh, this is way off topic, but I just remember to remember that going to the the uh, recording of um, it's a wonderful leaf. I think it was like the, the oh only yes, I remember this, Jim. That we didn't we uh, wrote a line about another holiday hyperbole. Yes, we, we thought, thought it was that <laughs> instead of hyperbole. <laughs> and uh, I think it was uh, I think it was Jim Cummings said I think it's hyperbole. <laughs> and not only that, if you think about it, hyperbole holiday hyperbole is a lot funnier. Mm -hmm. It is, yes. You know, when you say it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But again, when you're writing, you just pull the word because the Darkwing spoke in um, alliteration a lot. You know, he would you know, like holiday hyperbole and and. So you would just go through the thesaurus of the dictionary and find words that you can put together. <laughs> exactly. It was. It really was a fun show to write. It was, you know. Cause you, yeah, you'd often write like a just like a baseline, and then you go, "Oh, now we got a Darkwing," and you know, make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back and make it into Darkwing. Yeah. Do you have any specific memories related to Hot Spells, the writing that episode? Anything that pops into your mind about the writing process of that one? Uh, were, we, were we at Lancashire 
by then, Jim? We were. Uh, uh, no, we were. We were back. In, we were in the. Um, the old building. Yeah. The yeah. The academy building, right? And then. Uh, oh, we were in the academy building by then. Okay. Yes. Right. Uh, because it was later. It was like you know we'd been off Darkwing for, I don't know how, how long. You know, a few months anyway, when we got pulled back in. Right. Uh, I, I remember being happy to go back and write Darkwing again because the show we were working on, Bonkers, was very troubled. And, yeah. um, you know, it was, it was great to go back and write on a show that moves smoothly and, and, the, and the characters were fun. We all love Darkwing so much. I mean, everybody who wrote on those shows, mm -hmm. you can't find anybody who will give you a negative on, I, in my opinion, you know. Yeah, right. Some, some really incredible talented producers. Uh -huh. I've uh, never heard of a single person who didn't like working on Darkwing. I mean, Bonkers, on the other hand, but yes, well, Darkwing, yeah. Bonkers was uh, that was a it was a different different animal altogether. In, uh, <laughs> the show Disney uh, tried to forget, and now it's yeah, all up on listen, now it's all up on Disney Plus. <laughs> you do you do a panel on that, and you would have an interesting panel. That would, you know you would have uh, um, you might have to censor a little, little bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because the words would, would <laughs> some of that, yeah, um, yeah. The, the only thing I remember, like specifically, was um, because I think I was working on I was working on the first part, but what we eventually decided, well, after the first couple of scripts, that it was easier for us to break it up into thirds, and we would rotate who did yeah, act which one, who act two, who did act three. It didn't quite split up that way. Two got the person who did act two, um, uh, sorry, uh, act one is almost half the episode. So- uh, I've noticed that about Disney shows. Yeah, but yeah, the person who did act two would get part of act one, the latter part of act one, and then uh, there would also be a little spillover. So it also meant everybody got, an, so that the, the, the first guy would not get an act break, but the other two guys would get an act break. Right, right. Because they would follow the middle of their material. Sometimes yeah. we would take that material because there were three of us and then rotate it after you'd written your material. Oh, after the outline or something, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You'd say, okay, I, you know, you wouldn't, and the reason for it was so that you wouldn't get completely attached to an idea or something if you, if you moved it around, you could yeah. give it to a new eye to, to see. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, I was doing act one and I was trying to get um introduce the headmaster oh yeah and uh uh they go in and darkwing says sees the, the desk is all dusky and he's gonna brush it off or something and uh and then he makes a line and then the dust turns into the, the headmaster and uh again it was it's one of those the source lines where it was like and what was he say? It's that's fine line between dust and disincorporation. I'm like, okay, okay, that'll be fun to say. Oh yeah, <laughs> even though I, I can't really pronounce it myself. <laughs> did did you guys know Marty Ingalls' voice? And you must have, because he was in the he was in the first episode. He was in. He, How he, was he, it? They they'd shown us to the what well, hadn't that been or at least heard it, Jim? Didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we, we. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I remember. I thought I think the other one was done. We'd seen his. Seen seen oh him. yeah, in yeah. Dead Duck, he's in that one. Yeah, he's in Dead Duck, right? Yeah, yeah. and that, that was a great episode. You know. So, what was it like writing dialogue for him? Because uh, I don't he's think one of the best uh, parts of that episode. Yeah, but I don't think yeah. we, to be truthful, we didn't channel him. To be honest, 
I, I maybe Jim did. I didn't. I just wrote yeah, the character. Probably, I think I think it was one of those cases where you kind of go, "We'll do what he put out, spell out what he needs to say," and he went up with his spin on it. Spin on it, right? Yeah. And you can you can you can tell he's taking oh. your lines and he's turning it into his own, which works for the character. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was and, he was uh, great. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and Jim Jim Cummings would do that like all the time as well. You know, he, he you know he'd get a feel. He had a, such a feel for the character that yeah. you know, Jim was great. Right. Yeah, yeah, you'd go, oh yeah, that's great. <laughs> I mean, the nice thing too, at, at that point in in writing that show, the other characters you knew their voice. You really did. So if you were writing Goslin, because that's really her episode, <laughs> and um, you knew that Goslin, of course, was was based on Tad's. Uh, daughter, daughter, yeah. In, yeah. in part, but the character was, you know, completely different, and um, she uh, uh, she was a great character to write. So at that time, you had the voice of those characters in your head when you were writing them. You know, Darkwing and Launchpad was, you know, yeah, again, pretty strong. To... Who who wasn't in this episode? Funny enough, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's yeah. Don't the that. only the only one that season he's not in. What did he do? How did he, did he not appear? I can't well, I think, I think, not at all. He's not even in it. This doesn't come, you know. Uh, I think that's they just it was okay to leave him out. I think we were already worried about having too many characters to um, service. And that, that's kind of like a Kevin Hopps idea where if if you're going to have a character there, you got to give them had a line. Give them a line. If give they could just stand in the background, you know, right? Yeah. So you had to have like something for like Launchpad to do, and then you know, it's like, well, he's not. He doesn't fi figure into the story at all. So yeah. that makes yeah, sense. Out. Did we you had guys a get phrase. to. Did, uh, did you guys get to watch the episode before it aired? Uh, I don't remember seeing that. I remember no. seeing it uh, when it. Maybe I, I did. Maybe I saw it was done. I don't remember yeah. seeing it before it aired. Maybe we did. Yeah. Maybe Tad brought us in the office because it aired on Halloween. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I, yeah, we probably did. Usually, because we were in house, they'd say, hey, you want to see this episode you wrote? We would go watch them. Yeah. Until we worked on Bonkers, and then we started avoiding, <laughs> <laughs> avoiding seeing them because it would make the rest of the day pretty hard. Um, <laughs> well, it's very, yeah, the early Miranda episodes, uh, yeah, they, they were. Oh, well, oh, anyway, oh, yeah. well, we don't want to go on to that. They, but, yeah. Uh, I, I was going to say that, that in the second episode that we wrote for Disney, the Beauty and the Beast, which I, I have a fondness of all the cartoons I've ever written for, the, that's the Bushroot origin story. We came up with a term there. It was a point with Launchpad where we had too many characters in the scene. So we had Bushroot threw a pumpkin on his head. Love and it. He stuck inside the pumpkin because we'd always get these Kevin Hoff notes. You got to got he's got to say something. Well, then we put a pumpkin on his head. Okay. <laughs> so later, this was a term that Rob and Jim and I would use to describe if we had a character and we needed to give them something to do, so we didn't have to deal with them. So we would say we got to pumpkin that character. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, they, it was just a simple way of going. Okay, they're stuck in the closet. <laughs> that's you know what's funny guys that's really noticeable in abc season two because goslin's gotten to be such a strong character that launchpad does start to feel like a third wheel that season All back, yeah. so there are episodes where they find ways to get rid of launchpad um in malice's restaurant they sent launchpad off looking for negaduck somewhere else entirely then the episode ends and launchpad comes back he goes oh i missed the fight yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you could have fun with it. i mean it was you know it was <laughs> particularly in, in Darkwing, they would have these huge omnibus 
when they were justice ducks or whatever they have you know you'd had 15 characters in the in a scene you got to deal with yeah so you really had to kind of pick the you know your battle you only had 22 minutes to get everybody you know mm -hmm. served. yeah and there's a lot of characters in hot spells you got morgana's family you got beelzebub you got goslin and morgana and darkwing i don't see room for launchpad in this episode and, and um wasn't uh the uh the young muddlefoot he wasn't there oh they no had a cameo oh. they had, the the muddlefoots did have a cameo though. but no honker no, no, no honker okay, oh, okay. yeah uh, Honker wasn't in any of your episodes. Uh, yeah, he's in he was in one. He was in It's a Wonderful League. He gets one yeah. line. One, <laughs> one line. Yes, he, he gets. And we have a story about that too. That uh, uh, Kevin Hobbs said that he had the gag where there, Honker puts the bear trap for Santa. Oh, and, and, uh, tank. Know. Yeah, it was Tank. Yeah. Oh, it was Tank. Her, her other brother. Her, her other brother Tank. And we didn't. We didn't particularly like that gag. So he put it in like. The, like the pre I would take it out and it would appear again, you know. <laughs> so we we took it out of the script and then he put it back in. So we referred to that as a as a bear trap gag, which was the, a gag that the producer wanted. <laughs> and that, that was the last time Tank appeared, I think. Yeah. yeah. The last time he ever appeared. I yeah. think I think maybe got. Tad didn't like him, and that's why he wanted them to get clamped with a bear trap. Maybe. <laughs> I always it was, heard it was actually I think Kevin Hops who kept wanting to. That wasn't Tad's gag. It was oh, because I, I, I had heard Tad was tired of Tank and wanted to get rid of him. So I, I didn't. Possible, you know. yeah. So he, yeah, he just. Uh... Maybe that was what the issue was, Jim. We didn't know because we don't always know what was going on. And twenty years later, they're gonna find the skeleton up there in the chimney. <laughs> just, just like in Gremlins, the yeah, dad stuck right. in the chimney. Right. Mm -hmm. so, I'm sure somewhere, you know, on DeviantArt or something, somebody's drawn the picture of uh, of him stuck up there. <laughs> I'm sure, probably. That's where he's been the whole time. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, other thing, uh, just in specific memory, was after the fact, when we started getting the first wind of that uh, management saw this as a problematic episode, was, I don't, or maybe it wasn't done yet, maybe it was just in the recording stage, where Goslin's line, where, uh, in Act 3, where she says, um, Sorry, Dad. Didn't mean to start the uh, apocalypse. Funny line. I like it. Yeah, that was Jim's yeah, line. Dad, I didn't mean line. to start the apocalypse. And that, and that didn't stay in, did it? No. Uh, well, then we. What what happened, Jim? Then? Oh, they uh, they said no. You can't say apocalypse. Yeah. Or maybe it was Armageddon first. So we said, okay. Uh, sorry, Dad. I didn't mean to start Armageddon. Oh no, you can't say that either. <laughs> Legal came back and said you can't say that. And then uh, it ended up being, uh, sorry, Dad, didn't mean to start uh, the final battle between good and evil. <laughs> <laughs> that's the line that's in there, is the final battle. <laughs> Jim, Jim, when's the last time you've seen the episode? Uh, I've watched it a, a, a couple times, but you only like really like YouTube, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, bad I recordings of it. I think every copy that's out there is from that original ABC airing. Wow. A lot, of, a lot of them have those ABC after these messages bumpers stuck to them. I yeah. think everything out there just comes from that one airing. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty muddled, and you know, some of the dialogue is yeah not very distinct. So you know, it's 
it seems like Disney should get beyond it at this point. It's, it's so, it, it is so, if you've seen it, there's nothing it really, it's so bland. He's, he, I can't remember if he's called, he's called Bub. Beelzebub. They do call Beelzebub, him Beelzebub but he's a not couple called of times. The devil or Satan anywhere mm-hmm. in there, mm-hmm. think, you know. Um, yeah. And he, he gets, and he, he's beaten. You know, it, it, it's not a pro, uh, um, devil worshiping <laughs> episode, you know. And, <laughs> no. and, and Goslin learns her lesson. If anything, it's the opposite. It seems pretty tame even next to Harry Potter or any of that. But you, you even got episodes like Dead Duck where he does die. Yeah. And St. Peter and Beelzebub are fighting over his soul and he's trying to escape the Grim Reaper. Like Disney had no problem with that, maybe because it was a syndicated show. They had no problem with it. Hot Spells, I don't see much in that one. Maybe a couple of mentions about trying to save Darkwing's soul. Other than that, there's yeah. nothing. Like, that's that. That's what I find so strange about it. That, that I, I think you are right. It was because um, as we were working along, we didn't know what shows would get pulled and where they would get put. So even though we were freelancing, three of the first 10, uh, we were in the first 10. Now we weren't in the first 10 written. There had been multiple shows written before we came on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just later scheduling did that, or, you know, that was higher up even than Tad. I think he, Tad had favorites that he wanted to go on. Um, but they, they would pick out of that whole season because this was when they did 65 and they were still syndicating everything. They would take 13, was it 13 or 26, Jim? 26? Over oh, ABC? Yeah, ABC took 13. I think 13, 13, yeah. 13. So, and they chose them. Yes. That's ABC the interesting thing. They, they would go sit with Tad and, you know, we want these 13 to be on ABC. So that was an extra kudo if you were on, you know, not just the, the, the syndication, but you were, that show was going to be featured on ABC. So they, ABC chose hot spells as their Halloween special. So it not only had made its way through the Disney uh, BSNP hierarchy that, you know, checks all those things, it, it, that would have also had an extra level of ABC to, to check and make sure that, you know, everything was okie dokie, but they got complaints after it aired from, from, we were told from Southern channels, stations. Where where the uh, where um, the religious right was stronger, and, and then I guess more people are more likely to be watching a network Saturday morning show than something it. syndicated after school. So all those other cartoons, Darkwing episodes, got away with it because mm-hmm. the eyes weren't really on them, were they? Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, I, there were and no then, repercussions for us, though. I mean, we didn't. You know, no. nobody nobody ever said a, a thing to us. I just think now it's strange, Mike, though, that. Uh, Hot Spells has not seen the time of day when the two tailspins have, and I think those are far worse, you know? I think if Darkwing Duck was complete on DVD, they probably would have put Hot Spells on there because DVD is different than television or even streaming. You have to purchase well, I thought, that. I thought Darkwing was on D. I, I, I know they have a DVD oh, set. Not, the yeah, first it's, it's 54 been... syndicated shows are on DVD. None of the ah. ABCs in the last 11 episodes. from oh, okay. So most of Darkwing, but not all of it. Okay. So you just think it's, I, I, to, it may, sounds better that they have some secret reason, but my bet is this is a oversight within Disney, really. I think so too, because Bonkers episodes were pulled off the air after the Oklahoma City bombing and they're on Disney Plus. Right. Oh, sure, yeah. 
Like all the yeah. bunch of bonkers episodes were pulled off TV and all yeah. 65 are up there. And I was shocked when I saw them, but hot spells. Nope. Hot spells is the one half an hour of Disney afternoon programming that is legit banned and you cannot find. It is really, you're saying it's the only band? Well, the band Tailspin and, Dark, and DuckTales episodes are on DVD. The ones okay. they won't put on Disney Plus, you can at least find them on physical media. Hot Spells, you can't legally find that, period. You know, I'm kind of proud of that, Jim, aren't you? <laughs> it's the only one, only one. You can catch anything else legally as long as you buy the DVDs, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah john and jim uh when we first started our podcast i told mike uh that there's another reason why hot spells gets another push on why it's one of my favorite episodes i said because to me it's like it's the forbidden fruit you're not allowed <laughs> to watch it you know yes, I, again, I wish there was something i could say that we had snuck in there you know like ah yeah they found out we put that in there but we didn't you know Biggest shame, it's a good episode, too. Yeah, I think Yeah, no, I thought, I thought it was, you know, it was fun. And and it's kind of funny in retrospect because all of this became commonplace with, you know, Harry Potter. But that was, we had, well, I, I don't know when the first book came out, but it was years later after, you know, so, we, you know, I don't think we were drawing on any. No, you know, no, I don't think. Of no, first of all, again, we were, this like was bad. It was just. This you was know. Dad's. I, you know, he he had he pulled us back in like twitching channel. We didn't, you know, that was that was them coming to us and saying we need you know write this. You know, uh, um, they didn't. Yeah. We didn't go and write a premise for that. No, right, yeah. I yeah. will tell you about that on a, on a side note on twitching channel. The first marching orders we got because they were going to go to the studio. The characters Darkwing was going to the real world, and he would meet all these characters, and they were all based on Tad. Uh, there was a Rockwell character, and then uh, uh, um, there was Kevin a Crosby character who was, Crosby, Crosby right. was uh, Kevin Hobbs' middle name. And even Tad's um, uh, assistant, um, Susan McElroy, we, she had a little cameo, but they told us right away, you cannot write yourself into this episode. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? You can't write writers into this? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we had any cameos at Disney, did we, Jim? No, other than the, the monkeys from Unmarsubalami. Oh, sort. yeah, Unmarsubalami, yeah. Those monkeys were, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were our namesakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the the really mighty ducks is, is sort of, yes. that episode is really sort of the three of us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is a Darkwing episode, I forget which one, where a character is like listing names and goes, is it is it John, Jim, Ron? Oh Ron. yeah, yeah, I Ron. forget which episode that is. Oh, it's it's soap opera. Yeah, you can't oh. tell. It oh, it's, it's on Twitching Channel, right? It is Twitching. Yeah, and now I remember. Okay, so we did. We slipped ourselves. Oh, okay, we did. Our, All like, right. we, we did slip ourselves into the. <laughs> I think we probably thought, only thought of that because they told us not to do it. Because they told us not to, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. you know, I can't, I, I really can't think of it. I'd like to have some dark secret we could tell you about this episode, but the, the truth was it was, you know, it wasn't that different than any typical of the other dark wings we wrote. Typical show. Yeah. yeah, really, it was kind of a typical show. We didn't think of it as, as controversial at all. 
really, no, no, no. you know. Sometimes there are stories to tell with banned episodes of shows and just sometimes. I, I think the only concern of ours was, you know, because it was so gotham heavy. I know we'd always like to, you know, try to bring it back to Darkwing, you know, yeah. and, and stuff like that, try to balance, you know, characters out and stuff. But it's, as you said, it's really Goslin's yeah. episode. And it has the great joke about Darkwing's eternal torment being the Muddlefoots. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> like, That's that. such a great <laughs> joke. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, the Pelican's Island. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, John, when did you find out the episode was getting pulled, that it was getting banned? I, do, I It was much later. It was after, it, I, you know, it, was, it had aired, and I don't remember getting told then. Uh, and we were so it caught up. Years, years. Yeah, years. it might have been. It might have been after we were gone from Disney, to be honest. Yeah. Um, that we heard about that it was banned. You know, you... We were on to another show and it was very engrossing and problematic. And, um, you know, you, you're, you're already behind the loop when you're writing animation, even more so than regular live action because it takes so long to turn a cartoon around. Yeah. That it would be, you know, nine months or, you know, or, or longer before, the, you know, the rough of an episode would come back. And you might've written, you know, three more scripts in between. So you, you, you kind of had to recall it. So I, I, when did it air? What was the year? 91, 92? 90, 92. 92, okay. So yeah, we, yeah, I'm sure we wrote it. In, yeah, yeah. Wrote, wrote it in 91 or 90, Jim? Uh, Certainly 91. 91, yeah. Yeah, it was after Darkwing was on the air, definitely. Oh it's, yeah, it was a whole year. After, after we, we wrote the the initial, yeah, yeah, so quite quite a bit wait, later. I know, yeah. as a, I know as a fan, uh, I remember seeing the episode one time, but like when syndication, uh, you know, was airing like with Toon Disney, uh, I never noticed it was missing. But then when the power of the internet and I Google Darkwing, it would always pop up banned episode of Hot Spells. I was like, that one was banned. I remember that episode, but I've never seen it again, you know? <laughs> yeah, so the power of the internet is what, like, I think made it really popular that everyone knows it was banned. That's pretty much, well, <laughs> I don't even remember if it aired on the Disney afternoon or not. I don't remember. I never saw it on Toon Disney. I, I never saw yeah. it. We didn't, I, I don't know, because it, it, I know it aired the Halloween for, for ABC. Um, and then, yeah, other than that, uh, we didn't get it. We were kind of happy about that. I remember being told that. We were happy, like, uh, It's a Wonderful Leaf. Yeah. It was, it was like a, kind of like a Christmas special. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, we were happy about that. You know, we didn't. Because, again, didn't all, the before, but... all the copies I've seen of it have the ABC, you know, after these messages, we'll be right back. Ah, right. All the copies I see are definitely ABC copies. I've never seen a copy with a Toon Disney logo on the corner. Yeah, no, no, it, def it definitely didn't air there. Yeah. Huh. You know, I, I don't want you to. I, I don't want anybody to start a campaign. I, you know, to get it back aired because <laughs> it, it's much more singular for it to be the one band episode. So you know, it has a lot more mystique. <laughs> mm -hmm. That if, if they put it back in the rotation, it'll just be a normal episode. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I do remember because we, yeah, you know, we were. We'd be 
still at work when the Disney afternoon was on, so we didn't really get to watch yeah. TV of our shows um, being aired, except for uh, when Darkwing first premiered, we had a, a, a party at the at the studio, uh, a launch party, and um, they had a drawing for a, a little uh, Walkman TV, and I, and I won. It seemed like this futuristic technology. It was a little Walkman. I know. It was mm -hmm. a teeny tiny little screen. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually want when when Darkwing, you know, since uh, since I won the TV, I felt. You know that I needed to watch the the first episode aired, and it was uh, Beauty and the Beat, and so that, that was pretty cool to watch it, even though it was black and white and very, very like impossible. Pretty. The impossible. studio was very good about. Uh, they had a you know for the for their TVA division, and they had a nice uh, premiere party at at the lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with all kinds of games. I remember you know that you they have, you know they invite all the kids in. And then uh, Darkwing was there in costume, and I think I've seen photos of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was that was a lot of fun. And then we did the uh, the rap party after the the initial sixty five were done at uh, uh, it's like Santa Monica Airport or something like that. Santa Monica Air Museum. Air Museum. Okay. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, that was that was a blast. Planes and everything down there, down by the the old Santa Monica by the airport, and uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a blast. That was a lot. That was a blast. Yeah, and then so I used to have. I lost long ago. Sadly, my Darkwing pin. Did you lose yours, Jim? We had a. I, I actually still have it. Yes. You no. do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, you know, it was. Um, uh, again, it was it was a great show to work on. The the, um, and of course, you know, I think you always got to give credit to people like Tad Stones and our our great story editors like Kevin Hobson. And uh, the story editor of a comic book caper, Carter Crocker, who was a very funny guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he deserves um, probably even more. I mean, it was his initial premise. Yes, that was his premise, too. That, yeah. But with that one, I, I still think for us as writers, that one was really interesting because the, the structure was self-referential. Right. So we could deal, we weren't dealing with movies or, or cartoons, but we were dealing with comic books, which is what this was all drawn from. And then the way they did it, and they, that was one that I think was very well produced as well. The, yeah, the, right. Going yeah, in I, and out of the comic books was done very well. That yeah. one went to Disney Australia. So that yes. helped, that helped uh, yeah, a lot. Oh, yes. We, we oh, were we early aware. on. Yeah, we learned if you found out your episode was going to Australia, you're like, <laughs> I mean, Japan was good too, but Australia was kind of special. Well, Australia was the. It, it was also because of the language barrier. Sometimes early on, if you went to uh, a studio where English was the second language, they didn't always get the timing of yeah. the performance mm -hmm. exactly right. But you sent to Australia, you were going to get the performance. Oh yeah, like the, there's that little moment where uh, with Goslin in um, Comic Book Capers where she's. About to write, and her fingers are all because are going like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do yeah. I write next? You know, and, yeah. It, it, I don't it, remember where uh, Hot Spells went. If that, I don't. Sun Wu. Sun Wu. Sun Wu. Which, which they not the not the the top tier studio, but they still they still did a good job. Yeah, they would. They, they were worse studios. Bonkers oh. ended up to some pretty terrible ones. 
Yes. Bonkers. <laughs> Better than candy cartoons. Oh, God. And not only that, in the beginning, which is when you want your episodes to look nicely and they were sending them overseas, they didn't have a single Australian there. No, uh, none of the no, none of the original. Back and they were just, oh, gosh. You know, I guess we, Australia we was really busy on Goof Troop. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Goof Troop got it was like the uh the favored uh yeah. it's goofy. <laughs> it's, it's goofy. Good child, yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. uh the, the, you know, and the thing is, those people who were riding on bonkers were the same talented people who had been working on Darkwing. A lot same of the same artists. names, yeah. Oh yeah. You, know, you you look at the names, you'll see the same people who were on Darkwing or over on Bonkers. So some ideas are 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 um work better. Than others and, and yes, if the very the very premise is fundamentally wrong there's not much you can do to save it yes yeah. and, but you know once you get you know once you got your marching orders you beyond that and you're writing characters um there were you know there were issues that could not be solved you know yeah, right so uh it, it's much more fun to talk about darkwing well it just shows <laughs> how special darkwing was well, yeah. yeah it was great for First uh, show, yeah, for 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 certain. We were spoiled. We were, yeah. yeah, we were spoiled. Yeah, our our, oh. our first show to write one was Darkwing, and it and, and it was it was a uh, as writers it was a good um, uh, schooling in a way because at that time the scripts were much more dense than they are now, so uh, often a, a Darkwing script would run about forty to 45 pages. And sometimes they even got longer than that. Yeah. A, a normal, uh, live action normally scripts are a page a minute. So that means they were almost twice as long as a live action script. Now, animation scripts have become much more like, like, like live action is now. So they're not quite as dense as they were. Right. But if Darkwing was gonna scratch his ear, you had to say it. You know, you literally had to say how he did it. Yeah, and, I've, I've read a handful of scripts and they are very, very detailed. Yes, extremely mm -hmm. detailed, and even always, even even down to tone of voice. That's all right now. Oh right. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we had story editors who would put things in bold sometimes, which you never do, you know, in a, in a script now, um, or or a lot of underlining. Um, uh, yeah, like, yeah, like I think I think the first time like a character appeared, they had to be. We had a lot of like bolded. It's like that. You like you bolded. For the first time they appear and, and uh, if a prop, all, all if prop had to be designed then yeah you need to call that out and uh you know if they got on to the to the thunder quack you always had mm -hmm. to write they put their seatbelt on mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. because exactly even right. though that was marching orders that would come back to us why didn't you write you're like that should just be in the packet you know, right, that's, yeah. that's <laughs> the script, you know. They're in the plane, they have to wear their um, yeah, helmets. Yeah, say they put their helmet on, you know. And if you just said helmet on because it was going to say Korea and they didn't wouldn't think this, you'd have to say first, Darkwing took his takes his hat off and puts his helmet on. <laughs> so you would have to be that specific. That didn't always give you the funniest reading script. It, no, no. Because no. <laughs> you're describing all those. Yeah, and uh, Kevin had our, he had a pretty hard rule about uh, the number of lines that a character lines. can have. Oh, yeah. 
uh, before you said, you know, described what was happening. Because dialogue they, lines. They, um, like, I, yeah. So like, you know, if you got to like three, three lines, you're already pushing it. And four was like right out. Yeah, right, right out. Yeah, you, break could, that you up. have to break that up with an action, like mm, dark green scratches his chin. You, know, uh, <laughs> that, that you couldn't, you, you could always tell somebody who hadn't written animation because they would turn in a great big old speech, you know, like a half a page speech. And you're like, no, that's never gonna, you know. <laughs> now there's nothing wrong if you've written really funny, hap, you know, and, and certainly in live action, you know, characters can speak as long as they're saying something funny, but in animation, it was boom, 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 boom. Well, we I want to thank you guys for being on with us tonight. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And you guys have so much information. I know we could probably sit here for another hour doing this. Um, but I want to ask you guys if there's anything you want to plug before we go. Jim? Oh, um, <laughs> no, just keep watching and listening to uh, say Canard Files, of course. Thank yeah. you. And John? <laughs> Same thing. I would say keep watching. You know, you can you can check me out on IMDb and see what other shows I've written on and check some of those out. But I don't have anything specific to plug at this point. But keep watching Darkwing because that's a great show. Yeah, that's well, his 30th anniversary this year too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, it, time has gone by so quick. Like, I mean, so much of it, you know, is like fresh in my memory. That yeah, it, it, it seems unreal that it's it was that long ago. So and. Uh, Will, is there anything you want to give shout outs or anything you want to mention before we close? I just want to give a shout out to all the fans who love Hot Spells because it's, it's so talked about on all our forums, all our groups and any Darkwing Duck page. It's always talked about. Hot Spells just never goes away. That's true. Mm -hmm. And if you want to send money to Joe and I, that's, that's always open to <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling? I'm kidding. Don't. Don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> And uh, we are the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. You can find us on all podcast apps. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes. You can watch us on YouTube. We're on Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public, and many, many, many other sites. Um, and I guess that's it for tonight, guys. Thank you once again for being on with us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it was fun. And until next time, uh, next time we're going to be actually be bringing you the Hot Spells discussion, me and Will. We'll be reviewing the episode. So until then, everybody stay dangerous. Stay dangerous and stay magical. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>